This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? There's a lot of fucking nonsense in this one. That's going to be great. All right. We're bright, ready to bright, go. Burning bright. <laughs> All right. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. This guy is real chipper over here to my left. My name is Monka of the Say Rays people. <laughs> Say Rays. Yes, please come. Learn to play the tambourine, young Mark Santfield. This is great. Yes. Why is it every person who is touched by a good alien? Becomes lame and stupid. I don't know. It's the Cat Stevens effect. I guess. <laughs> like literally every time, every time a good alien touches somebody, they're wearing like crystal yeah. earrings and they're learning the tambourine next to yeah. some like fat forty-five-year-old naked woman in the middle of Tempe, Arizona. I mean, that's the kind of alien you want to be touched by. You know? I don't think so. Why not? I, I think I'd rather be zip zopping around the galaxy with the cool ass badass reptilians. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we're not here to talk about reptilians. We'll discuss them uh, briefly, bright, but we're talking aliens. Bright, learning bright. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's yeah. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. <laughs> we got aliens, the archons, and a whole bunch of research. Henry, I just want to This is our alien you. update. Yeah, yeah. alien yeah. update. Yes. Um, how many days this week did you wear pants? <laughs> <laughs> because Alien Research Week is always uh, a little bit interesting over there at the Zabrowski household. Let's just say yesterday got real primal <laughs> in the yeah. apartment. Because that's where, literally, I'm just sitting, eating hard-boiled eggs, totally naked. Uh, yeah. I stand at my kitchen uh, like table to do research now. Mm-hmm. I stop laying in bed. Because it keeps me active. Really? It's my new exercise. So I'll walk back and forth across the kitchen as I listen to Coast to Coast. So you basically get the same amount of exercise as somebody in solitary confinement. Yes. You just pace around. <laughs> you can just open the door and you just walk around streets. I and- follow the 9-11 truther exercise re- like regimen, right. which is just like I shout. At yeah. my At my, you know, the, the backyard. <laughs> I, I open up the window and be like, does anybody... Does anybody yeah. care about the truth? <laughs> and then yeah. that gives me the cardio I need. Right. And then the rest, and then it's fretting, and then doing pull-ups mm-hmm. on my ba- on my bathroom, uh, like what's a door jam? Yeah, that's what I've been doing. And then you touch your hand, your hand to your head, similar to Columbo, multiple yeah. times, and uh, and then I slam a Philly cheesesteak. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect. 
So let's just start with the Archons. I'm getting my nerd alert button ready to go. So what this is so what we're doing with this episode is that all the things that we've learned of the last six months, we've done a lot of heavy shit recently. <laughs> um, and so now it's like, but I'm I'm really I, I think it's important for us to adjust our. We've been focusing a lot on this realm, yeah, on sure. this reality, death, destruction, you know I mean? yeah, on, on, on America and like what you know all the stuff that we are is out of our control. Right. These alien races are going to put the control back into our hands, and this is what we've learned. You think over this the last is we're in more control of the alien Absolutely. races than, than child pedophile rings. Absolutely, we could, we could be if we mm. have the right tools to harness our inner power that was within us all along. Yes. Okay. And of course, by tools you mean fanny pack. <laughs> I feel like you need a fanny pack to really get through deep into this subject. You need an old Walkman. First of all, you need an old Walkman, and you need a mom's basement. Ah, yes. I see. Old power. You'd be surprised the kind of power you can, you can really summon if you're sitting alone in a barca lounger mm-hmm. in your mom's basement. Yeah, if you're not told about dinner at five thirty every single day, if you're not told come upstairs for dinner, and then you immediately yell, "Not now, mother! Not now!" <laughs> <laughs> but it's baked potato Wednesday. I'll Ooh, be up then. I'll be up, I'll be up <laughs> yes. momentarily. Do you not know the agenda? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I didn't know Salisbury Steak Saturday. <laughs> All right, so let's do it. Yeah. Start with the Archons. So the Archons are microscopic evil aliens that attach themselves to our brains, right? Well, we'll get into that. <laughs> let's get yeah. a nice little primer here. First of all, the word Archon means ruler or lord okay. in the old Greek, but according to an article that I read, hmm. you should never refer to them as archons Why because not? that gives them power. If you call them uh-huh. an archon, then you're already acknowledging that they are your ruler or your lord. The article that I, I read, see. they prefer to call them ankle biters. Got to belittle them. <laughs> ankle biters. And the thing is, is that, but I does that not anger them? <laughs> it <laughs> must, let's, yeah. No, but let's, let's do a brief overview. Like, these archons, let's, what, what is the layman thing about archons, right? Is that they are, they are, go, they are aliens that we can't see. Well, there are two interpretations. Yes, but yeah. I mean, like, just general. Archons are microscopic aliens that could, uh, if they're aliens, if they are aliens. Or right. bed bugs. Are right. they bed bugs? This is already confusing. <laughs> okay. Because now I feel all, itchy. You're, you're trying to confuse it. I've got all this stuff all laid out. Okay. All right, Marcus. Yeah. 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 So, first of all, the interpretation, one, that we have is that they are, in fact, aliens. And that the reptilian agenda, okay. as we know it, is actually a smokescreen created by Sumerian theocrats <laughs> to throw us off the trail of the Archons that are also called the Anunnaki, depending on who's writing about it. So okay. who are the Sumerians? The Sumerians is one of the Earth's oldest civilizations. And the Sumerians were, have those books. There was these cuneiform. tablets. They, what was the They have these tablets that was called, like, Hidekabadanta, which is like this thing. It's like they have these... These, these things in jars, which are the uh, the last known uh, written thing. It's these the first written history of the human race. It's they called, got pickled documents. They got pickled documents over yes. there. It's called the Nag Hammadi. Yes. But we'll get to that way later. But that's right. just, <laughs> okay, Marcus. Continue to lay I've the got an outline work. here. Right. Because if we don't follow the outline, then we're going to devolve into madness, like we always do with the alien episode. Okay, you're right. You're right. Just don't yeah. get me started because as soon oh, as you're started, you are well and started. I have been I have been shouting alone. Literally, my girlfriend was sitting. I was like reading from the Sayray's agenda, which we'll get to. Then my girlfriend's like, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!" I was like, "But you don't understand. It's bigger than us." Leave him. Leave him. So no the, longer date him. Your poor girlfriend. 
So the alien interpretation says that there are two types of archons. One of them is reptilian in appearance. Okay. But mm. the other looks like an unformed baby or fetus, Eww. as we call them. It's partially... <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> little, you little ankle biter. <laughs> what an adorable. I ain't no baby. I ain't no baby. I rule you. It's I an archon. <laughs> just reminds me. I just feel like I would watch that the same way I watch all the Chucky's movies where you're just like, kick it. Kick the doll. It's a fetus. Kick the you fetus. Can't get, you can't rule over me. I rule over you. I'm not. It looks to me like you can't live out of a womb. So... Bring me some pureed peaches, please. <laughs> well, I, I don't, don't even... have teeth to eat proper solid food. I'm an archon. Yeah. <laughs> like a little, like a little ankle numbler, something like that. Little, <laughs> well, little, little, further beyond the uh, fetus appearance, it's also they say that it's partially living, partially non-living, and has gray skin and dark, unmoving eyes. Now, when I say it's partially living and partially non-living, that is like a common thing in alien literature when we read about it, how they just say a thing that makes no sense. <laughs> because you yeah. would just say it's partially living and partially non-living, and you'll be in a group of alien experts, and they'll go like, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, I actually, like, what does that even mean? I'm sort of reminded of the 600 pound woman half of her skin is dead Ugh, you know so she's actually living at half dead that's just okay. a sad american reality so i can yeah. see but i can see now the fetus so it's just like half like brown and hard and then the other half is just living the dream huh kissel just dropped some science on us <laughs> nailed it well I, when it comes to this someone's gotta make some sense <laughs> yeah. so interpretation two is that they're actual psycho-spiritual parasites. Now, this is from our favorite website, Biblioteca Pleiades. Yes. Biblioteca Pleiades, which, by the way, I think I'm starting to figure out what it's all about. I cannot tell you yet what it's mm. all about, but the longer that I read it, the more it's there about... There is a gigantic... No, I know what you're talking it's about. It's about it has energy, an agenda. Yeah. I think. I think it's about energy. All I know is it's impossible to reason, uh, read on an iPhone. Uh, that's the only thing I know about that website. So they say in Gnostic cosmology, and by the by the way, the Gnostics, they'll come up a lot in talking about because the Archons. they say that these are the wise ones of, like, pre-Catholic, like, it's, it's a pre-Catholic secret society that knew the secrets of the universe, and they believed that our galaxy, there was a living entity called Sophia mm -hmm. that was essentially an alien, like, entity that lived at the center of our galaxy that all life shot out of, which was called the benevolent creator god, or something like that. It was called, like, the ultimate oh, benevolence. A Sophia? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a hairy Italian woman. No, we all didn't come from that. We're just fucking meatballs that came from her big old sauce pot. No. Sophia. Uh, I dropped her in Like, thank you for giving us life. Well, Gnosticism was at one point the prevailing belief in Christianity. It was dedicated completely to the pursuit of knowledge, uh, nothing else. Actually, a fairly kick-ass religion as far as Christian theology goes. But yeah. they believed that the Archons were a species of inorganic beings that emerged from the solar system prior to the formation of the Earth. They are actually cyborgs oh, inhabiting okay. the planetary system exclusive of the Earth's sun and moon, which is described as a virtual world, which we'll call the stereoma once, right now. Okay. And that they construct by imitating the geometric forms emanated from the pleroma, 
which is the realm of the generators, the cosmic gods. Now we're supposed to have okay, understood so, everything you just said, right? right? So, okay, so at this point, okay, so at this point they either look like bed bugs, they look like Guado from Total Recall, or they look like um, Dolph Lundgren from and Universal Soldier. But the big thing to remember overall is that they're evil. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the Archons, they are a genuine species with their own proper habitat. They may even be considered they godlike. They live in the shadow of Saturn. Yes. That is true. That's okay. very true. They live or lurk in the shadow of Saturn. The one, well, the one I read, they made sure to say that they lurked. They lurk. They lurk. Yeah, yeah. Because, the there's a, because, stand, because it's like I stand and look. It's like... Depending on my mood, I'm either yeah. standing or lurking. Like, I'll stand yeah. and wait for the bus, but sometimes it's fun to go like, Hey, 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 is this the B-54? Yeah. And I feel like, a, like, I know you guys are talking English, speaking English, but I feel like the, I feel like a kid and when you're just, your dad's talking about taxes. You guys, like, you know what this is say? Guys at home, take notes. <laughs> All right, yeah. just jot some quick... I, Drake, whatever it is that still pops up and sticks in your brain as we're saying, and then I want everyone to play a game at the yeah. end of this podcast. L- put that list up on the Facebook like profile on the Facebook group yeah, and right. see. I want to see what you gleaned from. I this think episode. we're just gonna have a bunch of fan art with a big fat Sophia shitting out meatballs. That's what it's gonna be. No, I w- yeah, that's a great game. Yeah, take notes yeah. and then post on the Facebook page what you think we said. What we think you said. Okay, yeah, so yeah, let's yeah, go back oh, into it. So right. uh, the origins of the Archons. So once upon a time. Mm. <laughs> on Earth, human... <laughs> no, Henry? Henry, awaken. Awaken. Huh, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Human beings, of course, were ac- actually these amazing divine beings that were fully telepathic, multidimensional. We could simultaneously perceive and navigate between the dimensions. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we were fucking all up on Nug. Man, oh, we didn't yeah. do it right. We were born at the wrong time. Yeah, that would have been awesome to be. Yeah, a human no, exactly. Back then. You didn't need. Yeah, it was. Uh, this Man. must have been. This is like 1969, but a million years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all girls with hairy bushes and, and then banana breasts, and like dudes with fucking long, lanky, blonde hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we built all of our cities, all of our technology worked in harmony with the Earth's magnetic fields. We were in full alignment with our, uh, and all of these words are capitalized, divine inner self. Oh. And we, ah. Yes, yes. And the archons, who have always been present, we could shrug hey, them off. You take care of me. I'm a baby. Oh, fooled you. I'm an archon. Oh, I'm shrugging you off. I'm shrugging you off. Wendy, a I told you to thought. stop yes. bringing every fetus. You see, home. Yes, God it damn says it. here, right here, that the ankle biters. We'll just keep calling them ankle biters. Yeah, mm-hmm. could be shrugged off with a single human thought because that's how powerful we were. Yes, exactly. But right. be away with you, ankle biter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will go back to my cradle yeah. in the shadows of Saturn. <laughs> just seems like they would be very. They would never be around. If you see them, you just immediately think. Get, go, get out go. of here. Yeah. Well, hey, get here, out of here. Gross. Yeah, well, yeah. here's how they got one over on us. Uh-oh. The ankle biters, they are the most clever manipulators in the entire universe. All they know <laughs> is manipulation and deceit. That's all It's they because know. they have no legs. They need somebody <laughs> to, to do everything for them. Technically, it's evolution. Technically, yeah. if, the, if you are in the shape of a tiny baby, you right. need to level the playing field. Yes, yeah. you Through do. deceit and manipulation or... Fucking learning how to play the guitar. How do you think Rick Ocasek <laughs> got laid at all? He learned how to play the guitar, and sometimes you just gotta be funny. If these yeah. archons, ankle biters, yeah. just were funny, yeah. then they maybe 
they would have been. They wouldn't have need to follow this life of manipulation. Yeah, or if they could write a kick-ass song like "Just What I Needed." <laughs> I say, oh, "Just what I, I needed. needed." Just what I needed. Uh, uh, your soul. It's your soul uh, that I need. Ooh, no, I'm take, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Jesse's girl. I, how I wish oh, to I, control her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to tell you to get out of here, but those are some kicking licks, little fetus weird thing. So the Archons, they devised a devious plan to carefully, very carefully manipulate humans that were in power in order mm. to get the Archons on top. So they put forth, they manipulated these humans into testing this new system of energy at the North Pole. The whole thing went disastrously wrong and this Santa fucking Santa yeah. dropping the ball. <laughs> what so, could go wrong? This Well, the entire device exploded, caused tremendous cataclysms, all of the ice caps melted, the the entire world was flooded, destroyed every coastal area on the planet. I just love to see Santa and the elves like in Terminator 2, like, you know, when all the their skin melts off the kids, you know, and they're just like, what is happening? I was just inventing Christmas for the... Oh, my God! She's like, oh, no! And all the melt, skin melting off. It's like... Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, and you know what? We do know, I mean, you may be saying, hey, Marcus, this sounds a lot like the fall of Atlantis. Yes. You would be wrong, for uh. the actual fall of Atlantis happened... Thousands of years after this original great flood. So, did this kill the dinosaurs? No, Is dinosaurs. This was after the dinosaurs. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dinosaurs. Okay. A million dinosaurs years died dead. in a polar sh a polar shift that the Sayrays are trying to stop from happening ever again. But let's we'll talk about that next next chunk. Yeah, That's we'll get we'll great. get to the Sayrays here in a minute. Yeah. So the an actual amount of death and destruction unimaginable. Everyone in the entire world they were heavily traumatized and so the incredible trauma of the experience this caused the loss of perception within humans so we were no longer we can't, attached uh, to we the, lost the, the that edge. Oh, yeah we lost our edge and i was like when batman had his back broken in the third stupid <laughs> batman movie sure and he was this is us at the bottom of the the the, the prison the that was really there, easy to yeah. get out of in the yeah. middle of middle in the Middle East. Yeah. So this is yeah. when human. So if we're gonna liken Batman to this, and so it's like yeah. the Archons ankle biters are like Bane. If Bane was like a pile of babies. <laughs> yeah. One big. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Interesting. Dangerous. Yeah. That was interesting with Batman. They they threw him down in that little uh, tunnel there, but then they were just like, but there's just enough steps. There's just enough like. Oh, rocks they were begging him like to get out of there. Yeah. They wanted them to. <laughs> they didn't know they had Batman. Yeah. So the Archons, they are able to feed on human grief. So they were able to gather a huge amount of low-frequency energy, which allowed them to feast on the suffering of humans and to grow even more powerful. And once I they see. grew even more powerful, they were able to subliminally program humans to be blind to their presence. And if any person mentioned, mentioned the ankle biters of their dark influence, they would be mocked. Disbelieved and ridiculed. <laughs> oh. I like how this guy has built his own embarrassment into his theory about aliens. <laughs> but honestly, oh, I but I will say seriously uh, again, I do believe there is a conspiracy to. Mo I do believe in aliens. Yeah, I do believe we yeah. have had contact with aliens. Okay, it's shut possible. up. It's possible. Up. I don't know. All yeah. right, this is a free speech zone. But I do, <laughs> I do believe there is a conspiracy to ridicule these people because it just so happens to be it's every person that is sad. 
settled with the the idea. Every time an alien shows up and makes one of these people an ambassador to the to the universe, be like, now you go and explain to your government about the the real story that's happening in the shadows of Saturn. And he's like, he goes to show up, and um, there's something about that download of information that makes these people lame and stupid. <laughs> I mean, just again. It's just the green background on all the websites. Yeah, that's what it is. Green background, yellow text. Stop it. Stop it's it, It's just guys. insane. It right. hurts my eyes. How do you consume grief? That's what I want to know. <laughs> is that what, okay. Like yeah, a, then like what I do is thing. I just eat like three orders of dumplings. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, the old Zabrowski grief order. Yeah. So finally, in the Archon's most brilliantly sinister move, they reprogrammed humans to resemble their own ego, which caused us to be fearful, jealous, petty, dishonest, brutal, enslaving, murderous, unforgiving, punishing. Okay. And so since the day that the Archons reprogrammed us, we have been like Batman trying to get out of the well. <laughs> now, this uh, is the thing. So, Archons do one of two things. They either make you evil yes. or they make you weak. Yes. So, we all are suffering from these ankle biters making because we're too afraid to expose the truth. Yes. So, that's what the Archons have done to us. But the so Archons are, are have we... also manipulated someone like, let's say, a Barack Hussein Obama, <laughs> right? Who is a pile of babies in a black man costume, <laughs> yeah. right? Who is running our country into the ground, right? And that's we're the other okay. side of the archive. Yeah. We're, we're fine. We're fine. So <laughs> I'm just assuming that I'm just playing the perspective of the, the man from Bibliotech Lepalades. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today. To get 10% off your first month. That's better help. H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. 
Grammarly's a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow, I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. So how do we know about the Archons? Yes. By the way, a lot of this information here comes from an interview with a man named... From Bob. their live journal. <laughs> yes. Archons loves NIN69 at live journal. <laughs> this comes from an interview with a guy named Jay Weedner on a, a, a radio show called Rinse Radio. I want to give credit where credit is due on this one. So the Archons, they were whispered about in text after the burning... This is that 45-minute long doc I sent you, right? No, this is the uh, uh, this is the uh, transcript of the interview. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get yeah, into yeah. this. Did not watch the forty five minute documentary. I watched some of it. It's pretty good. A lot of text. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's text. not documentary if it's just text. <laughs> just yeah. write it down so I can just read it. Yeah. If but they you don't just... get all the music, the music sets the vibe. The, the bing, ding, dong. If they. Yeah. If they just wrote it down, I could read it in 10 fucking minutes. Instead, you're making me watch a 45-minute long yeah. PowerPoint presentation. And then it shows, like, pictures of Vietnam. Like, you know, like, <laughs> all these serious. things of all what Archons have done. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, how do we know about the Archons? Apparently, we all know about the burning of the libraries in Alexandria. Yes. All the world's knowledge up to a certain point was all lost. However, there were still whispers of the Archons. But the powers that be have spent the last 13 years... 1300 years whitewashing the Archons from all recorded history. But 
1947. We found what Henry talked about earlier, the Nag Hammadi. Which is they said clay jars. Yes, and these are Sumerian texts that wrote about they, they were the first collected history of humankind and they're they're believed to have been free from the manipulation of the church or historians or anything. Where were they so found we're getting then? the straight Egypt. fucking juice. Yeah, they this were found straight, in Egypt, okay. but they were written in Sumeria. Oh, I was going to say written in crayon. Very <laughs> no, it was all written in cuneiform. Cuneiform. Yes, okay. that was the earliest known mo- uh, the earliest known model of writing. Okay, cuneiform. Interesting. So the Gnostics. Back to the Gnostics. They preached that there was an invasion that occurred around 3600 B.C., about 1600 years before the Nag Hammadi, uh, and that they wrote that the invasion was like a virus. And they couldn't quite describe it, but the beings that they invaded, they called them Archons, and they said that the Archons had the ability to duplicate reality, oh. and that they, the reason why they invaded us is that they were jealous because we have an essence, we have a soul, and the Archons don't have that. They have no essence. They have they're no cyborgs. Soul. Yeah, they're half dead, yeah. Yeah, half dead cyborg psycho-spiritual parasites. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're a big deal for them. We're, I'm gonna go whole castle to these get. people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it'd be huge. We're like the Michael Sam. Yeah. Of the universe. That's right. So the Archons, big gay football player. Okay. Yeah. Not very good, actually. Not very good at football. Together. Does it need to be? Yeah. He made a splash in the media. He definitely did. So the Archons, they duplicate reality, and then we, when we buy into their duplicated reality, we make it real. We make it real. That we make the false state the reality. We you make don't the duplicated. Ben. No, I'm, right now I'm duplicated. <laughs> right now I'm just thinking: is this duplicity like that? What is that Michael Keaton movie, or is it more like a Sliding Doors? The Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> it's film? like a Sliding Doors, but instead, like the thing is, you did go through the door. I right? see. Yeah, you could go through the door, and you could go. Not through the door. Yes, We're sure. not, we didn't go on the We're date not, with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> we did not, did not go on the date with Gwyneth Paltrow. No. Archons went on the date with Gwyneth Paltrow. I see. We but are, we feel like we did. Yes. They did. <laughs> okay. Yes. But according to the text, they can also manipulate people to do things, things that are suddenly very odd. But they can also... <laughs> <laughs> you know who? You know who they got? Was that Miley Cyrus? Oh, that says, "Well, we're look." That's an example. Yeah, or yes. that Tom Cruise. Tom and I'll Cruise. tell you, Miss mm-hmm. Solange hasn't been acting right lately. No, mm. she's got a couple Attacking. archons up her pussy as well. <laughs> that's where they go. That's how I feel like they attach right to yeah. your pussy, <laughs> your butthole. Yes, going up. But, but the other thing is, is that, but this is also very similar, sort of, to Thetans. Yes, it is. So it's this, very similar. Yes. Uh, but however, these mm-hmm. people weren't the creators of the earth. They so, were merely people who were cre- they were outside of the universe. There was virus that was jealous of our existence, the so archons. they showed up to take us. Yeah, about yes. uh, uh, let's archons. say about fifty five hundred years ago. So the one thing about the video that you sent, Henry, I did enjoy was the psychopath portion where they were discussing how all of our leaders in the world are psychopaths. Yes. So were they psychopaths before the archons took them over? No, or did the archons, archons make them made psychopaths? them psychopaths before that. All human beings were fucking groovy. Groovy divine beings that were able to travel through dimensions and time. And then, so what would why, they just did that because they wanted? They were jealous. Yeah, they're they jealous. needed a grief, like right? Solange, yeah, right. of Beyonce's <laughs> yeah. Uh, career. Solange Knowles. So, but yeah. let's see, we could use that as an example. As sure. Well. Yeah. So, be, uh, yeah. Solange. Beyonce's pure human. Yeah. Sure. Solange. 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 No, Sol- not Solange. She's Solange. got an alien up her pussy, and she <laughs> yeah. got mad at Jay Z, and Jay Z is Illuminati. Barack Obama. 
but you before. Now, Okay, so <laughs> I don't think it worked. I don't think it. Worked. No, I don't. I don't think so. Well, no. I can bring it back. This is something we can all understand yeah. that the archons are actually the ones that are responsible for the deterioration of our culture. Okay. Television, yeah, is the an voice, archonic the voice imitation. is made by the archons. <laughs> so, like the liberal media is completely archoned up. Well, here's what it is: that humans are imitated on television, but the imitation is altered and is nearly always obscene and profane because mm-hmm. the archons not on, do not only understand the sacred, but they hate it. They don't understand it, but they hate it. But because so we watch it on television, yeah. it's like when we are watching... Them, some, so according to this, mm. when we watch something on television, the more attention we pay to it, we make it real. So it's like, this is yes, true, television is a, is a mirror. The media is a mirror of what we do, but we're reinforcing the mm-hmm. reality of the media the more we pay attention to it. And so the archons are, I don't want to say like the Jew-run media. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm well, sorry, what well, was that? Jew-run well, <laughs> media. But I do feel like there is a thing that, that they... That's We're getting to that, aren't we? We're going to be... God damn it. <laughs> they course, always get anti-Semitic. Of course anti-Semitic. we're going to be getting to that. Of course these we're going to be getting always, to that. Yeah. Every time. But however, these people are yeah. kind enough to put aside a couple of good ones. That's very <laughs> nice. We'll get to that here in a second. Yeah. Uh, but no, but that know, is a good point, though, Henry. You're right. Uh, yeah, we create the... Uh, the reality that we see on television. And right now, I'll tell you one thing. If I see one more old guy with a beard, <laughs> it's all about old, ugly, white dudes with big beards. That's the new hot thing it's with reality y- it's television. It's kind of young guys with beards. No, I'm telling you. It's all history. It's all these guys who are making moonshine. He's talking about the dr- duck men. The, uh, the guys who do dudes, the duck yes, stuff. I'm t- they're all yeah. over the place. These old guys with the white beards. Is it Get called duck tails? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So... Now Ugly, getting, though. They're all archoned up. So now we're going to get into how the archons fit into Judeo-Christian. I'm movies. in this duck hunter's beard. How I fooled you. I am the archon. <laughs> so the Gnostics, back to them, they thought that Jehovah, which is the Hebrew name for God in the Old Testament, was actually an alien off-planet demon. Of course, sure. Jay-Z also goes by Hova, uh, which is shortened for Jehovah. So ah, think about that. Yeah, that's... Hmm. Doesn't really connect. Doesn't but matter. It, it but could. it's still said words, though. <laughs> say words. They say that he was a fake god, a masquerading archon, so that all of the bad things that come from Judeo-Christian knowledge actually come from the Old Testament because Jehovah, the angry, yeah. uh, avenging god, was actually an archon. However, Jesus Christ... Uh-huh. Was he an archon? God, no. He was not an archon at all. And in fact, he fought against the archons. But he, well, he kind of fucked up a little bit because he did defeat the archons. And that he, somehow, the archons got released from a prison. And by the way, that's probably what the... They say that that's probably what the Book of Enoch is about. Yeah, but Jesus Jesus with nunchucks fighting babies (laughs) with, like, little bat wings. And it's him just going like... (laughs) I came here to swing nunchucks and fucking chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of fucking bubblegum. And he's like, oh, Jesus, you're fucking awesome. Yeah, way Jesus, cool. you're fucking badass. And he's like, come cool. kiss me, Christina Hendricks. And she's there. <laughs> and he starts sucking on her tits all much. Oh, and he's like, goodness. I got to go kick the ass of these babies. Wait for me, Christina Hendricks. She's like, but I can't. You never fucked because you're the pure one. Oh, man. He's <laughs> I, I if I was an archon, I'd get all up in Christina Hendricks. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, so, yeah, if you have a uh, indie band or an improv group masquerade, masquerading a, uh, Akron. Akron? Akron. Akron. No, wait. 
Archon. <laughs> Archon. <laughs> Masquerading Archon is a good name, I think. Uh, okay, so the Archons, they were released from the prison, and then Jesus what? said that he would I mean, lock were them. were they paroled? <laughs> How do you, what did they do? What kind of prison was it? A baby yeah. prison? It was just like another baby in a beat-up old ex-police car like in Blues Brothers. So they yeah. all just get, they all pile into it and just be like, where are we going? It's just like, we're going to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, this seems like an episode of Rugrats. <laughs> so Jesus, he said that they were supposed to be in the box until the end of time. That wasn't true. They, they got, got out. out. Of the box. They got out, and then they. Why were... even say they're going to be there till the end of time? Why yeah. lie? Do I mean, I don't think he, he didn't know that he was lying. Technically, Jesus doesn't lie, so he just made a mistake. Yeah, technically. So the archons got out, and but all this is true, right? All... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, yeah, keep yeah, yeah. forgetting that all well, this is true. I mean, so. if the powers that be would ever ever let us read the fucking book of Enoch, <laughs> then we'd know, mm. but we don't know. Not, so not now, yet. Is it about the Nephilim? Is it about the archons? We don't know because they won't let us read it. All we have is little whisperings and little pieces. You of are it. covered in sweat. <laughs> yeah, he, Marcus did just take off his uh, hoodie. I mean, this is really getting intense. In I there. did have to take off my hoodie. Yeah. Yes, I'm getting very warm and, and yeah. worked up. So, the forces of Jehovah, the evil god, they conquered the forces of Jesus. Okay, so Jehovah conquered <laughs> yeah. some things. So, Jehovah conquered some things. Jehovah conquered Jesus, and we've been in control of the Archons ever since. But the Archons are in control of the us. The Archons are in control. And you ask, who are the Archons now? Can I ask that? Now, is Jesus in, like, carbonite somewhere? <laughs> is that yeah, a part yeah. of the story? <laughs> Where like Jesus is, like, frozen? Like uh, yeah. No, Jesus is in the uh, land of the one true God. And Jehovah mm. is not the one true God. Six Flags Atlanta. <laughs> oh, I love Six Flags. <laughs> yeah, because Jesus never refers to God as Jehovah. Hey, uh, Jesus, you're going to have to get off uh, Batman the Ride. we got to close. <laughs> no, I, but I just having so much fun. It's your 15th time today, Jesus. Come on. So you ask, who are the Archons now? Zionists. It's always Zionists. Uh, it's always, oh, right. it always this comes back to the Jews. Why is this? Oh, why do we know. have to do this? I don't know why <laughs> don't they you always know go that, there. Like, you can't, we cannot continue with your theory. We're trying to spread the truth to people, but as soon as you bring the Jews into it, <laughs> it's never we positive. have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we have to stop. However, they do say, and this one, this one is slightly different. Well, the best way to stop an Orcon is you gotta stop on the stomp on one of their tiny hats they got. Uh-huh. Best way to stop an archon is to wave a penny under his nose. Throw it down a sewer grate. He'll go down there and you don't gotta wait for him no All more. right, take it easy. Good, good God. So, these people, uh, these archons, they actually adapted Judaism and they used Judaism to beat people over the head with it. The Talmudic stuff, the Old Testament stuff, but there are, they do subscribe to uh, the good ones theory and that there are good. some good Jews out there, but, but the Talmudic Zionists are the bad Jews. But Jews don't really evangelize that much. That's no, they the, do not. It's no. very difficult to become Jewish. Well, Zionist, that also works. Zionist means like the Israel thing and all that, so that's yeah. what they're talking about. It's just some mad, it's some guy who mad at Bank of America. That's all yeah. this is. And so they say that they're not doing any of this with stealth now. They're out in the open. The Zionists sure. are saying all let's make Jews it in Israel. prancing around <laughs> celebrating Hanukkah. <laughs> yep. and they say that they're pushing it in the faces of the ever dumber and helpless American populace. I thought it was like Citizens United and stuff like that that was ruining the country. 
I had no idea. Oh, no. It's the Archons. That's so much more reasonable. It's these invisible babies that run our television. Oh, this see. is what... The invisible, half-dead, half-alive cyborg babies. Being fucking stupid. I'm trying to learn. <laughs> so how... That would be amazing trap to get all the Archons. Just get, again, Christina Hendricks. Drop yeah. her top for the first time and out oh in the fucking goodness. in front of the Chinese theater in L.A. All the babies that come shooting out of the woodwork to suck on them big old men. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that would be great. Some adults. Free lunch in Los Angeles, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mad Men's Christina Hendricks. She's got milk for weeks. But they don't like milk. They like grief. So it'll just have to be Christina Hendricks, like fully clothed, and just a bunch of dudes staring at her. And he's just like, yes, yes. Do not take your clothes off. They are full of grief. <laughs> so oh man, I love that woman. Let's just think about an actual hot naked woman for a just second. Just come on. No, all right, just, all right. Yeah, we can't. Okay, we can't. Okay. We don't have time. All right. So how do we stop the Archons? This is a good question. That's the Okay, so the Gnostics. Well, don't say their name, number one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ankle biters. Flamethrowers. That's good. <laughs> boots. Big boots. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Archons believe Slush that they boots. were advanced beings. Uh, that, that No, that there are advanced beings in the universe who actually care for us. And that there was a bet made between the Archons and these advanced beings that human beings would eventually overcome the Archons on their own without their help to become the divine beings that we once were. A bet? So we got to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps. Yeah. This, is it like a Freddie Prince Jr. movie where they take an <laughs> ugly girl and make her hot just to ask her to prom not to show up? No, I no. Mean, a bet? It's more like a movie where the rich son gets thrown out on his ass. It's coming to America. That's oh, what it is. I, yes. Yes. <laughs> I will go to Queens. That's that's what it is. The oh, rich guy has to go out and make it on his own. I'm glad we're just in an Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> oh, I love those Eddie Murphy movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the one thing we know is that the, the, the Archons, <laughs> what they hate more than anything after love is courage. They don't like courage. They, they don't ha- like courage. They hate uh, courage so much. They cannot, st- <laughs> <laughs> they cannot stand up to courage. We're the I ones. don't think they can stand up, period. <laughs> They're babies. They're half dead. <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah. I'm so, just going to think about Christina Hendricks' moisture hole a little bit more. So what you have to do, you just have to get rid of the fake. You have to stay in the now. You have to stay right. in the real. You got to get rid of all the phony people in your life. You got to get rid of your television. You got to keep the internet, though, because otherwise no How one's... are you going to get updates from Biblioteca Pleiades? <laughs> <laughs> no, because the internet, that's a tool, man. I see. Television is not a tool. In fact, the guy that did I've this interview... I've seen a lot more twisted, fucked up things on the internet than I ever did on TV. As mm. have I. One would argue that the internet is a much bigger generator of negativity than the television could ever be. I think so. So, yeah. But uh, the guy that actually did this interview, he even said that he once did a segment for the History Channel in which he was trying to talk about the positivity, but through horrible editing techniques and terrible music, <laughs> oh, they were help? able to make him sound scary, thereby furthering the Archon agenda. So he's done with TV. He's never going back to TV. And I get it. I. Get it. So does that wrap up the uh, the journey of the Archons well, and what just, we can do to stop them? Well, yeah, just know that you also have to watch out for cell phone radiation, elves, EMFs, Gwyn Towers, heart projects. We know all this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. that's Absolutely, of course. That's so, why I sit in my apartment with no clothes on. <laughs> 
this I'm guy covered is, in saran wrap. <laughs> this guy is just a disgruntled talking head. Yes. <laughs> yes. He just got upset with the, the way a producer added got, him in a program. He got cut out of ancient aliens. <laughs> oh my god. Well, he didn't That's necessarily all get, about. He didn't get cut out. They just he made him even, sound scary. He also didn't even say ancient aliens. It could have been world's dumbest criminals. <laughs> it's very possible. Really no, that's on yeah. True TV. He said History Channel. Okay, yes. specifically yeah. History Channel. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Sukalakis and Hammer not friends. Okay, oh. all right. So we're ready to go on to the next thing we've you learned know, about. We got to rip through this. Yeah, man. We went to evil. Let's go for good. No, okay. Guys, yes, it seems overwhelming. I'm the archons, yeah. archons are coming after us. What They're up we... in our pussies. They're up in our buttholes, mm-hmm. making us psychopaths. Feel but it. there is help on the way. Oh, thank God. A recently illuminated member of society, R. Scott Lemriel, recently went into Coast to Coast AM to illuminate the world about the Sayre's agenda. Now, the Sayre's yeah. agenda, good news, folks. <laughs> it's going to help us, right? The Sayre's, first of all, I'm just going to go on and say, it's real. Sure, Okay. Yeah. We're living a fucking lie. Mm-hmm. All right, human beings are living half a life. Right. Okay? Oh, interesting. The Seyrays are a human race, right? They are humanoid. They're 25 feet tall. They can fly. They're 1,000 <laughs> years old. They can live up to 1,000. They're telepathic. They can heal themselves. They can jump out of their own bodies, right? Human race. How are they human? They are humans. <laughs> They're 25. <laughs> oh, They're going to get... We're going to figure out... We're going to see all yeah. this, right? They're coming... To help us, mm. okay? For a long time. I mean, it sounds terrifying. Shut up. You don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. You don't know. No, no. Have you ever seen the movie Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader? Yeah, but that was scary. Big, awesome boobs in it. Really big. Imagine but a, so big that you imagine can't even a, see a race of them. So they help. They helped human beings evolve a long time ago. They came. They human beings are here. What they do is they are a part of a thing called the Galactic Interdimensional Council of Free Worlds, yes. right? Which is a group of four hundred and fifty million benevolent humanoid and non-humanoid bipedal and non-bipedal races that live just in our arm of the Milky Way. Now, this is a part of. I'm Galactic Federation, that's sci-fi. I mean, if this is true, then there just has to be a huge, like, sash factory someplace. There is. There's definitely sashes, <laughs> and there's a lot of badges that no, go along sashes with... sashes and hats and stuff. Yeah. So basically, it was revealed to our Scott Lemriel that the Sayrays, they helped us evolve, and then they, for no reason, disappeared. Possibly to go watch a baseball game. A big, <laughs> giant baseball game yeah, with 25 foot bats, yeah. And then when they left, a, a group of... They don't call them, they call them the Terrilimex, but they mean reptilians. A group of reptilian-like entities showed up while human beings were in its fledglings and put a psychic program, genome, into our DNA okay. that made us not be 25 feet tall. It ah, made us it not made us tiny. made us super tiny. Why would right? it make us tiny? Because... We're not as cool then. <laughs> oh, <I> right? <laughs> I mean, it's not yeah. telepathic. We cannot fly. And what it's, it's, it's our Scott so Lemuriel has, has come back to say, we, we are fucking, we are, we are set. The Say Rays have popped into another dimension. They've come back to our dimension with yeah. the laser beam okay. that will destroy this genome in our brains and not only in us, but also reptilians, making them vegetarian iguanas and making us. Cool. Ah, and we again. can fly. We'll then. be like Teen Wolf. Ah. Ooh, okay. We will turn into a bunch of party animals. Good at basketball. So basically, yeah. You know, because the, the the sort of the the rundown of it is that Earth is a part of we're the center of a bunch of different interdimensional uh, portals. Now, this was all revealed to uh, R. Scott Lemuriel after he tried his first beer. <laughs> oh wow! His, so he was saying, R. Scott Lemuriel, um, 
do we want to play any of the Scott Lemuel is a really interesting. He wrote this book called The Say Ray's Agenda, which is garbage. Oh, I thought you were going <laughs> to say self published. Like, no, definitely will, say uh, self published. I want to yeah. read a little bit of what R. Scott Lemuel thinks of himself. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it, and she loved it, and she wore it when we went on vacation, and modern did everybody come around being like, where'd you get that piece, you beautiful woman? And I was like, stop talking to my wife. She's spoken for. You can see it with the Blue Nile bling she's got on her. Right now, get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month.
I would love to hear what this guy thinks of himself. Um, so he writes in the so he wrote this book called the Sayers Agenda. It was about the revelation of this information to him, and basically, it's all about uh, this man named Mark Santfield, mm. who is his, I guess, his double Santfield, not Stanfield. Stanfield. <laughs> Mark Stanfield. Okay, so this is the do- the body double. So this is how... It Let's call him Avatar. Okay. Yes, Avatar, yes. So we'll begin how... This is how we, the book begins, right? Chapter one. Taken beyond Earth. A sleek, silvery disc-shaped ship speeding through space, illumined around its entire circumference with a pale blue light swiftly passed by the planet Mars. And then it darted in a streak of light into the distant black void between countless stars. Inside, a lone alien pilot looked down and grinned with satisfaction at the blinking, faceted, spherical blue crystal in the center of his semicircular crystalline control console. Good! (laughs) The one the Galactic Council selected is located. He will help. He must, he thought to himself with some relief. Silently reflecting on the swift accomplishment, the visitor reached down at waist level and placed his right palm with spread fingers into the right illumined golden quartz crystal hand impression, and it brightened, passing light through his translucent skin. At ground level, the misty sprinkling of tiny warm raindrops hitting the man's upturned face was refreshing, and the midsummer air was rich with the scent of ozone. God, I needed this after all those months of madness in the city. Ugh. Mark Sandfield felt relieved by the thought as he peered deeper into his recollection of the past three months living under the smoggy skies of Los Angeles. That hint that stint in the city was part of his, the research he was conducting for his new book about a suspected malevolent extraterrestrial presence operating behind a shadowy, hidden government on Earth. He had already interviewed several dozen people, men, women, and even a few children. Who claimed that they had been abducted by aliens and mistreated in some form or another? Can I can I agree with Katie here with your girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, yeah, stop yeah, yeah. It. You gotta stop. Stop it. You just gotta stop so it. So it's like so he gets to the meat, man. He starts talking about how he he starts talking. This is just in the book. I just love this so much. He's talking about you know how it'd be so crazy. All oh, these people believe they've been yeah. abducted. They're absolutely crazy. And so he cuts to him. He glanced up at the sky and appreciatively gazed upon the forest at mountaintops and verdant valleys that surrounded him. He took in a deep breath of the clean mountain air, grinned like an imp, and then started to joyfully sing with childlike abandon the old cheerful classic lyrics to the song of the South. Zippity doo da, zippity a, my oh my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine coming my way. Zippity doo da, zippity a, Mr. Bluebird's on my shoulder. Wow, you really don't sing it, huh? It's actual. Everything is satisfactual. Zippity doo da, zippity a, my oh my, what a wonderful day. Oh, shit, 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 shit. And then he's picked well, up that guy, an alien. That guy has <laughs> never actually spoken to a human being in his life, huh? Wow. That he is, wrote, uh, it's like half a page. It's just a suck. Well, I'm um, just filling up this page. But that's just to that's set up great. more about him. Do you want to play? And so he was yeah. inspired. So he met this alien named Monka. Who in true Monko story? The alien. So in in real life, he fell asleep after trying his first beer. He uh, got a download of information from an alien called Monka, and then a bunch of uh, alien spaceships shot up. This was all after his first choir practice in elementary oh, school. Interesting. Ah, interesting. Fucking loser. 
Yeah. <laughs> he, he said that he looked up in the sky and saw 15 UFOs do a dance for him, and then they bowed. Oh, wow. isn't that nice? You know, I will say, the very first time that I ever got super drunk, mm-hmm. I saw a UFO. Sure, yeah. <laughs> what what yeah. did it do, Marcus? It just went zibba, 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 back and forth, back and forth, and then it flew into the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drank whiskey. Yeah, I think you were in the back <laughs> of a pickup truck, and those were street lights. <laughs> That's fine. So this guy, R. Scott Limriel, you know, of course, he obviously has some appreciation for music. So mm, much yes. so that he wrote an album called Stranger on a Lost Island. Now, Ooh. this is directly inspired by the Say Rays, who've yes. been speaking to him for some time. Oh, also, right. what I've noticed, a lot of times if you look up different alien races, I, like you'll see other people writing about it. Nobody else talks about the Say Rays. No. Say Rays, very underreported, huh? Only one. Interesting. And, uh... This is a song. It's almost um, like he just made it up. Uh, <laughs> you know? Weird. Now that is possible. This is a, a track. This is a very short clip from uh, his album. You can go to paralleltime.com slash stranger on a lost island music cd.html uh, to hear okay. the whole album if you'd like. Uh, but this is uh, a short clip from the song The Light and Sound Wizard. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. I didn't, this makes Jimmy Buffett sound good. I love it, man. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's and you know and there's other and there's this. other hit tracks on the album like Dreaming Again of the Elves. Rainbows in the Sun, The Jester and the Fool. Oh my. Sunya's song and Dance Upon the Wind. Yeah, you, oh. you know that Sunya never heard that song because he kept no. trying to invite her to the open mic at the coffee shop near yeah. his house. And she kept being like, I, I, I'm kind of tired. I don't think I yeah. can go. It's just like, you've got to come, Sunya. The Seyres demand it. <laughs> Um, but no, so basically, so it, it, another thing he basically talks about is that what the Sayrays basically have done is they have they have permanently stopped the destructive cycle going on on Earth. Every hundred thousand okay. years, our poles shift, right? And so what the Sayrays have done is they fixed that, and now well, what they, they got to do. It? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. He keeps yeah. he just drops stuff. So we said they fixed that, right? And the other thing, but the whole world's at war constantly. No. Well, that's what the where the archons come in. But the, if they don't, not according to the say race. So, <laughs> so the say like, race have beaten the archons, and now you we're you could peace. say the way you can combine these two thoughts is that the archons are the psychological programming that's been put into us by another race, another, known as the Trillomians. Yeah, the, whatever those are it is, the reptilians. Right? But he kept saying this thing about how Earth has been finally greenlit. For the Seyrays agenda, which is they're going to come in, they're going to shoot us with their mind lasers, make us cool again, right? Because the problem is that Earth has this constant cycle. He keeps, this is as much sense as it makes. <laughs> yeah. And that he, he'll keep, because Earth's got this 100,000 year cycle, it killed the dinosaurs, it's going to kill us again. But the Seyrays are making sure that it doesn't happen because what they want from us, they want us to bump up to the next level. And the only way they can do that is they have to zap the fucking evil programming out of our head and then they can reveal themselves to us in a grand gesture. I mean, um, join a gym. This guy but, needs. This but guy between, needs to... Yes, but between this and then, so 
going yeah. back to Harry Truman, right? Right. We, we want to talk we, how did we get to Truman? <laughs> that easily. Oh, so a long time ago, do you remember? We've talked about this many times. Yeah, Truman in our Pleiadians made, episode. Yes. Truman made an agreement with the Greys that he we would get a certain amount of... We would get a, a certain amount of alien technology, and they get a certain amount of humans that they're allowed to abduct and experiment. But they're supposed to—they're supposed to wipe their memories and bring them back. Is this the—this is where the bomb came from? This is where no. This is bef- after the bomb because okay. what happened this is, is 1954. What oh, the okay. Sayres agenda fills out is that the Sayres actually came to them first, or the Pleiadians. Technically, it's the we said the Palladians, but that's wrong because the so the Palladians yeah, gave yes. Truman technology, which then did a lead no. to TV. The Sir- yeah. the and now we're up. and now we begin our segment. Let's reconcile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the Sayres showed up and said, "We will give you. We will invite you to be a part of the Galactic Interdimensional Council of Free Worlds, but which provides for you, you know." Free Wi-Fi, free Subway sandwiches, lots of... There's a lot of membership perks. But what you have to do is you have to give up all your nuclear bombs. And Truman's like, we just got them. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to give them up. Yeah, yeah, so they didn't take it. And so they made an agreement with the Greys after the Greys basically said to them, like, if you don't take this arrangement, we're going to make an arrangement with the Russians. But it turns out those sneaky Greys had already made an arrangement with the Russians. <sighs> so A, you're playing everybody, right? So what they're trying to say now is, is we just have to hold on tight. Mm. For the Sayres to complete the process because they are already in, he said, the beginning stages of wiping out evil in other parts of the Milky Way galaxy. Sure. And we're on the fucking docket. So the Sayres are like Mark Cuban on the show Shark Tank. Yes. <laughs> so he's just trying to get people to make a deal. I yes. see. So, so, but according, we, but so, it doesn't necessarily. Pleiadians could just be one of the benevolent races of the 450 million benevolent races. Well, according to what we've studied before, right. and I use the term studied very loosely, mm-hmm. that what we've studied before is that there are 16 races out there, not. 450 million. That's a lot of races. 450 million. You yeah. don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's very, it's very difficult to know. Yeah. So they gave us all this technology, and then that's where we got television from. And then we just used it to oh, make we had shows like All in the Family. This is in 1954. Right, but I mean, though. you know, really. Maybe color television. Sure, yeah. You gotta, yeah. I mean, no, Wi Fi. Wi Fi came from them. And oh, cellular telephones. Yeah. But they didn't come until Oculus much later. Oculus Rift. <laughs> but but, but why, why didn't we just have them in 56 then? Because we exactly. weren't ready. We weren't ready to understand. So what we made, when, when did we make the deal? In the 80s when the America was just making a bunch of no, deals? No, 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 no. We haven't even seen the stuff that we the haven't made the deal first yet. gave them. Oh, I see. No, you know, we're they're letting it trickle out because they know they're making money on it. It's like what Apple does. With the, no, they're like, do you know they can make yeah. a new iPhone the size of your fucking head of your dick? You know, you know that they can make that if they want I to. Mean, I don't think anyone would want to put a something in the shape of a, a head of a penis next to their ear. But, well, so yeah. basically until then, the only thing that uh, Mr. Scott Lemriel says we can do is bide our time. And, and until then... Listen so now we're music, under constant. You know? We listen to his music, and we're under constant threat of reptilian attack and gray attack. Mm. And so, at some point, he was talking with George, and he's just like, "And there is a special word that you can say and use. It's a mantra that you can use. Um, can't be copyrighted by any country. It is an intergalactic language." Mm. And George is like. What is it? What's the word? Do I have to drag it out of you? And he's just like, all you have to do is think a positive thought. Think about your wife. Think about a food that you like. This is literally what he said. Anything you like, and anytime you're under threat of alien abduction, you just have to go, 
And he did that for a little while. And George, I could see, like, I don't know, I barely know what George did, but I could see the look on his face through the radio. And him just being like, so you just, you just say the word Hugh at them. And he's like, no, 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 it's Hugh, Hugh. And he's like, you know what? There's a lot of things, a lot of fantastic things we've heard tonight. But the one thing I will not believe is that we can fend off an alien attack with some kind of sound, some kind of mantra. We need a gun. Um, because <laughs> I seem so, to be working. I feel good. Yeah. I feel better. Hugh. What did you think about, Marcus? And then later I on, like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I'm going to think about pizza. Hugh. I'm thinking about spaghetti. Hugh. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, Christina Hendricks. Hugh. And then later on, a caller called in, and he's just like, again, George, hey, thank you so much. First time caller, long time listener. Just want to say again, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, So you just say the word Hugh <laughs> to beat the aliens. He's like, no, 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 no. You don't just say the word Hugh. Hugh. You go, Hugh, Hugh. Hugh. And then the guy's like, yeah. you mean like, Hugh, <laughs> yeah. Hugh. And it's like, exactly. No, no, like, Hugh. Like, Hugh, Hugh. So it's like, Hugh. No, no, no. Hugh. 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 Now, that's where I'm saying it right, George, so. Oh, shit, they got me. I must have said it all wrong. <laughs> what, did, what did George say about, like, he mentioned a movie, right? Oh, yeah, he's just like, he's like, I just, I, I have to say, I refuse to believe have you seen that classic Will Smith film, Independence Day? When those aliens come, we can't just say Hugh with these aliens. <laughs> right. We need a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw Mars attack, so I'll tell you. Yeah, and I, I do agree. I would say George Norrie is correct. Yeah. And in the perfect uh, scenario. In, in this and situation. So what he did to get through it all is that when he, he uh, basically, when he... Uh, I'm sorry. We're going back to uh, the author here. Wait, they, but What's when the his author name wrote, uh, when uh, this Scott Lemriel wrote yeah, this for, about a character named Mark Sandfield, he was talking about when he was first being cleansed. This is the type of scenario you have to be careful of. Well, all first right. of all, let explain what Scott uh, Mark Stanfield looks like. Mark Stanfield is six foot three, blonde of hair, slight cleft chin, with his beautiful young fiance Janice Younger. <laughs> Janice Younger. It's just Mark Lanriel on the other. Or, uh, Mr. Lanriel, on the other hand, is 5'4". Uh-huh. Little of hair. Tucked in shirt. Are you looking at a picture yeah, of him Tucked mouth? in shirt. Acid wash jeans. <laughs> I Janice Younger is the grossest name I've ever heard. Uh, uh, so, okay. So, at this point, Mark Santfield is on a uh, is on the Seyre spaceship with an alien called uh, Mortlan. Right, that he Mort- allows him, He's like uh, Mortland. They call me Mortland, but you can call me Morty. And so, so the he's names calling are Mortland, Munka, 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 mm. Stanfield, and, and there's Younger. A, there is a there is a woman one named like Juniper, Sundimas. Sundima is the female one. Okay. She's now she's leading Mark Sandfield through this. Um, uh, the, she's he's got a crystal hat on. That's heavy. It's just heavy. Yeah. And she, he's helping him clean his his soul of this bad uh, psychic uh, patches sure. in his DNA. The scene on the surrounding panels changed once more, and the man was now standing spread eagle, <laughs> tied with thick ropes to several crude wooden posts. In a prehistoric alien jungle setting, the same two reptilian captors approached him, brandishing long, curved, double-edged swords, crude, jagged-edged saws. They were laughing at the man's dire dilemma as their long forked tongues dripping with sticky saliva sit in and out of their mouth, sadistically lick the sides of the man's cheeks. 
The man convulsed and vomited from the stench of reptilian breath. <laughs> then Mark heard the, te- the taller captor say in a deep, guttural voice with hellish glee, Which part shall we eat first? Should it be the eyes? Oh, yes, the eyes are very tasty. Oh, yeah, sure. The other captor chimed in drooling, I'm going to rip off your arm, human, and eat it in front of your crude, fragile face. But first, let me remind you, puny thing, if you attempt to remember again who you are, then this is what will happen to you. The taller reptilian bipedal demon thrust forward both his long green arms and grasping five-fingered razor-sharp claws ripped out both of the man's eyes and sucked them down his throats at the ends of his bloody fingertips. This is all. It's just terribly written. It just sounds like a penthouse forum. Um, it is terribly written. Yeah. So he, so he was saved by it because basically what he said is that the reason why the the reptilians, the reason why we've been made so small, and this is literal. I should have said this before. The reason why they want to keep us small is because we're easier to eat. The reptilians are More using like us a like veal? a grocery store. Like they say <laughs> yeah. that Earth is here as a grocery store, but uh, technically we are a Switzerland that cannot be touched according to the rules of the Galactic Interdimensional Council of Free Worlds. Uh-huh. But the reptilians right. do anything they can to to get their way around the rules. So How we many- used to be Sam's Club size. Yeah. And now we're 7-Eleven size. Maybe there's an yes. obesity epidemic with the reptilians, do you think? or I'd, I, I'd like to think so. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Well, that is all true, and uh, it's just so interesting. We're just all a little I, piggly wiggly, you I'm know? Conv- I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. And remember, everyone, but please okay. send us... Uh, your, what you remember. Yeah, your notes. Send us your notes as to what you right. think we said. Post it on the Facebook mm-hmm. page. Yeah, this is our. This, this is as much as we know. We, we were going to talk about the Mexican government coming forth with a big release of documents from the Mayan ages saying that UFOs are real. That would have been a more intelligent conversation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this is... Go forth, remember... Yeah. All these realities could be real if you are dumb. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man, if you're dumb, life is so much fun. All right, so, yeah, so uh, I'm exhausted. get the archons yeah, out of your body. Get the, what you, what's the name of these? Set and, say rays, get their help. Yeah, get the say rays the help. The Wilt Chamberlains of the Sky. That's right. <laughs> Uh, uh, thanks so much for aliens, listening. Huh? It just doesn't get easier to explain. <laughs> yeah, hail Satan! It everybody. gets harder every time we uh, try. But yeah, it's just it's, I, I've never, I've never talked about a subject and learned less. Like <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. That 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 book is twelve hundred. Pages long. Because well, he writes like a jackass. I read like 120 pages of it last night, and I'm oh just like, goodness. I'm, I'm just, I'm tired. You know, it's exhausting. I feel run down. <laughs> it's exhausting. Yeah. Oh All right. Goodness. Well, hail Satan, everybody. Hail Gene. Join the Facebook group, yeah. please. Review us on iTunes and this yeah. week. Yeah, please review us on iTunes this Saturday. Uh, we yeah. have uh, last podcast on the yeah, left live. Last podcast on the left PM. live. And you know, there was I found out there was a little confusion. Is that we're not necessarily the last Thursday. Or we're the last, fourth Saturday. We're the fourth Saturday of every month. Sometimes it's the last. Sometimes it's not. So yeah, this Saturday, uh, 10 p.m. Creek in the Cave, 1093 Jackson Avenue. Go to CreekLIC.com. Uh, for more information, yep. live show. Magustalations. Magustalations. Henry loves you on Twitter. Marcus Parks on Twitter. I'm Ben Kitzel on Twitter. Hail yourselves. And um, yeah, hope to see you all on Hail Saturday. Me. Come out and smell us. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. And not one talk about the Archons. No. Uh, on the live we'll show. We'll see what happens. No. Any surprises <laughs> you get one video. Henry, you get one video on the Archons. So that's it.
You ever meet someone who seems kind of off? Whether it's a creepy neighbor or random phone number that keeps calling you, TruthFinder has you covered. You can search for people by name, address, phone number, email, and more. TruthFinder can be especially helpful for running confidential background checks on anyone you're planning to meet from online dating apps. Go to truthfinder.com slash podcasts for a special offer. That's truthfinder.com slash podcasts to access your special offer today. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.